Okay, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to yet another episode of the Three Wise Guys podcast. This is episode 51. It's your boy, Aria. I'm here with Luke. I'm here with the Lockbow, and we have two very special guests with us today. Please welcome Sammy and Anthony. Boys, how you doing? Welcome. Good, really good. Thank you guys for having us. Of course, Thank you for having us. Pleasure to be here. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. I already Long know we're going to have a, a little bit of a disagreement a little later <laughs> on, but that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> anticipating. I was going to say, look at that. <laughs> All right, before we get into anything, though, before we get into absolutely anything, D. Why did Mozart kill all of his chickens when he (laughs) when he asked them who the best composer was they all replied bok 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 (laughs) yeah yeah <laughs> that was a really quiet laugh. <laughs> the only yeah. laugh was a laugh track on that one. That's okay though. Yeah, no, okay. You can't you can't hit it out the park every week, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Yeah, you know what? That was a good one. That was a, that good, was a good one. one. That was a good one still. It's okay. I expected yeah, I, you to at least, you know, bok bok to like one of box like famous well, symphonies you know, or something. You gotta go yeah. like a mile, man. Like more. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, yeah. You know what? Next uh, time. Honestly, I don't blame him. I I couldn't tell you on a box famous symphonies off the top of my head. I don't think anyone would, honestly. Luke so. could. Luke could. Oh, Luke there probably we go. could. I got, yeah. I got Google in front of me, yo. So, uh, oh, there there go. 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 That's the secret to Gen Z's right there. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I know Luke been doing violin since he was a kid, you know? This is the classic Asian thing. I was going to say. That's like rich Asians, though, I feel. You know? Like, I mean, like, you, I was going to say at least like an instrument. Yeah, I guess yeah, like. And then, and then the bourgeoisie, bourgeoisie Asians are like what? Piano? Yeah, I play, I play piano and guitar. And I actually, funny, funny enough, I actually know how to play the saxophone. Auto, nice. Look at this guy, oh, like the, fucking like alto. Ontario High School, did you? Uh, I did, I did. We were a music school, yo. Like uh, that was what we were known for. Whenever we went, this is my school, dude. Whenever like we go to a sporting event, and I'm trying to show these guys what's what school I'm from. The only chance they might know where my school I came from is like, oh yeah, by the way, we're really good at band. And then sometimes, like, oh, you're that school. Mm. You're those. We got on a lot. Yeah, no, it's all cool. Yeah, we went to provincials for a marching band. Our baton twirlers were some of the best in the province. Oh my god! No cap. One went. One went gold medals. Yeah, dude, like, imagine you're about to play a rugby game, MVPs. and that's how you're justifying yourself. You're like, yo, we got some <laughs> sick trombone players. Like, yeah, no, nah. you guys are smart what? though. But you know. It- if, yeah. if your school was like you and United United, when you were playing home games, those trombone players would have showed up and like played as a team came out, you know, that's a, the intimidation factor right there. <laughs> if you had to, if you had to be one member of a marching band, you know, and have one role, what would you be? Drums. Yeah, yeah was, probably drums. I was, was going to say. say after... After you watch Nick Cannon's only decent movie, you know, <laughs> drumline. <laughs> to be honest, though, I'm not gonna lie. In like so, in Ontario high schools, right, you had to do like I think you had to do like music or something in grade nine, some something like that. Like I don't remember exactly. Um, and I wasn't like all the instruments they had. I wasn't really good at. It, so I was like, oh, I'll just do like drums. 
and in the performances or whatever when they would like grade us i would actually not hit anything i would just like pretend like i was hitting it and hope that it like s- s- went under the radar <laughs> to be fair my grade wasn't great there were, other people that, <laughs> there were other people doing drums so i was like maybe if i just like don't actually hit it i just make the motion and they're just like the other people who are doing oh it well, my god you know, you, so you, you fake drummed or air drummed your way through high school is what you're saying. Sammy's <laughs> like, Sammy's like, hey, yo, teach, can I, can I get a Derbeki instead? Can I get something I'm going to use in my life? <laughs> that is one of the most Scarborough stories I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> to be fair, I actually know how to play the guitar and bass, but that was not an option in school. They just wanted like the, like oh. the regular band instruments. So, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to do the drums and fucking fake my way, you know? Oh, my gosh, man. I, I'm just trying to imagine you, like, you know, like, fake drumming. I'm like, was he good? I doubt you were good, man. Like, I don't know. by trying to, like, make facial features, like, you're really into it. Like, you're like, oh, yeah, you know, looking at, like, ACDC on the Oh my god! Yeah, no. To be fair, my grade kind of probably whatever <laughs> that performance was. But was that your lowest? Was that your lowest grade in high school? Probably somewhere around there. Oh, yeah. no, I was a yeah. uh, I was a trumpet man through and through for my band. I was a trumpet man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was. Uh, it was only. Oh no! I actually the very first instrument. This is like probably the dumbest decision I've ever made in my life. But the very first instrument I played for that band class that I had to switch out of was the tuba. I was tuba man first, and then it became really uncomfortable because the tuba was bigger than me. Wow! So I couldn't really continue that because I had to carry that shit from home back to school. So that Yo, that's really a workout, work. though. You're, you're getting you're getting a good workout in every day. It is. It is tuba. I went from tuba to the trumpet. Trumpet was fun though. Trumpet was fun though. Just yeah, trump- trumpet men's are always sick. You know, the trumpet squad is always an elite squad. <laughs> but boys, man, so it's been it's been a minute. I guess like really like we all graduated. We're all in Ottawa, so I don't know. Like the audience probably doesn't know. Like uh, Sammy and Anthony went to uni- University of Ottawa with like Luke, Arya, and I. Like Anthony and I, roommates, <laughs> and like year, I feel like, first year. I, I feel like. Yeah, let's go. And I was going to say, I think Sammy was an honorary roommate too, man. Like, Sammy literally did everything. Like, like he lived, he literally lived in our, in our apartment too, during the weekends, not during the weekdays. (laughs) Olympic counselor. He lived at Rex's during the weekdays. Ah, yeah, there we go. So yeah, he was the official count surfer turned fucking like, you know, big mans. But yeah, these are the boys, man. But I was just going to say, yeah, we all graduated in like the pandemic year and then like, you know, came back to came back to work oops sorry someone's calling me but yeah so we all graduated like pandemic year moved back home like we moved here for like work or i moved here for work and like it's been like work from home like we've been stuck inside like you guys moved back home with your parents like you know what i mean like i haven't like i think everyone here except me actually moved back home with their parents yeah (laughs) and like i mean yeah. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> wow, look at that. And like I mean, I know how like Luke and Arya feel, but like how's that experience been for you guys? And like I don't know, someone could go first, but like just that whole transition and starting work, like even from like, you know, being in school to like like working full time, like how was that? How's that been? Yeah, man. I had like a really like polarizing kind of experience with it because um like we went, I went from living in a house with like eight people, literally like a university madhouse, like, you know, 
the big parties were at our place. Like everyone kind of was always running through our place at some point. Then the pandemic hits March 2020, we're locked down. I'm just seeing the same eight people only breathing outside air like what once an hour like, like once a, once a day or whatever like whatever you know what i mean and then right after that i move home and i'm in a job market where there's no jobs and i'm like holy shit like this is real life you know uh, like, like we're not in university anymore so um went into work i actually my first pandemic job was in office for the first year so in a time when everyone was working from home i was actually in office so that was kind of crazy to me because I was in an en- empty office like for every day the whole time every day yeah five times a week I was in an empty office for over a year where every- all my colleagues were working from home so I didn't know anyone but I was going into the office yeah, why were you, why did they make you like go into the office like what just like so I work in a bank so the nature of like that job specifically uh, there was certain like physical stuff that needed to be done I was in an office like I wasn't in a branch but okay. the nature of it was like I had some physical stuff to be done so that was my responsibility and then I got a promotion in August that took me work from home 24-7 and that was like that blew my mind right because like it was like a year and a half into the pandemic everyone had been working from home mm-hmm. everyone had had that experience everyone's already tired of it and i was like holy like this is how y'all have been living <laughs> like this is kind of lavish i'm not gonna lie <laughs> uh, <laughs> to, the so to start off it, it's a really like it's a really slippery slope right because like you're gonna get way too comfortable on top of the fact that like we said i live with my parents um which is great like all the comforts are there you know like Always like food the support, in the house. The, the, the support systems there. There's always food in the house. Like, um, it, it was kind of a really polarizing experience going from eight people house living <laughs> in a different city to in office, but living with my parents. Then I work from home, living with my parents. <clears throat> it's kind of wild that I'm just always seeing them when for four years I didn't really see them that much, and and I work from home, which means I can just kind of roll out of bed into into my office you know yeah i was gonna say how's compare your like work from home routine to like your going into work routine like how is that oh my god so like (laughs) a regular like going into work routine to be fair my office wasn't very far like it was like a 15 20 minute drive so that was pretty calm in the morning but like let's say i'd wake up at 7 30 i'm out of the house by you know i'd like to have a good morning routine those days so it's like i'd go you know, maybe do a little stretching, give me a glass of water, brush my teeth, whatever, and then hang out with my family for a bit. And then I'm out I'm going to work to be there for around 8.45. But uh, the work from home routine is like wake up 8.55, <laughs> hop out of bed, log in. As after I'm logged in, I'll go get like brush my teeth and stuff, kind of get ready, and then you know, like all the kind of morning routine stuff happens as you're logged in. <laughs> yeah, before you. That's facts. That is facts. Like I work, so I do both. Like like I do like the hybrid model. So it's like on Mondays and Fridays I'm at home, and then like Tuesdays and Thursdays, or like sometimes Tuesdays through Thursdays, I'm like at work, and it's like. It's just such a stark difference to me. It's like on Mondays, it's like, I know I'm super chill. Literally what you said, like, you know, just log in. Like, I'm not like, I'll, I'll probably be awake, but like, I'm like, I'm not, I don't need to like do anything. <laughs> like, I'm just going to lay yeah. in bed like a weekend, chill to like 830 and like, you know, roll out, slowly open my laptop and like, you know, just do as opposed to like Tuesdays where it's like I'm up at like 6.30 and like I have to fucking take a go train to work. So I have to get on CTC and like it's a whole thing. So yeah, glad you got to experience like a little bit of both. But what about you, Tony? 
Well, honestly, at the beginning of the pandemic, I was still in the security industry. So while everyone was working from home, I was working in the offices. But the beauty of it was that the offices were like literally empty. Mm. Your job was just managing contractors for the most part. So it wasn't too bad. But uh, after I moved home, my parents live abroad. So I was living with my grandparents and my sister moved back. So unfortunately for me, the responsibilities kind of only went up when I moved home. Uh, but it's okay. It's okay. It was fun. Uh, food's always cooked. I don't have to do my own laundry anymore. <laughs> you know I mean? Who does your laundry? Do <laughs> your own laundry. <laughs> Wait, I got, these are like the top things for men. You know, this, this is what I like about living at home. <laughs> Fuck, I can't relate. Really, I'm so jealous. Wait, does everyone here not do their laundry? I, do I have never no, had to not do my laundry. <laughs> Luke is like, can't relate. I, 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 when I moved here, when I was in grade three, I did my laundry. <laughs> yeah, that's fucked. I, it got better for me because when I was younger, I, my mom was on this, like, you got to hand wash your underwear. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, my mom tried that. You're not even allowed to put that in the washer. So. My mom tried that and I'd sneak my underwear in. It would be like, yeah, like I'll, I'll throw these in myself. Don't worry. <laughs> I think I, yeah, I, I think my mom's uh, getting a bit too comfortable with the, with the work from home thing. Because like, you know, she's a mom, you know, she wants to do like mom shit. So it's yeah. like ever since I've been back, you know, she's like, you should you should let me like do some laundry for you. You should you should let me like clean your room and like do this. Ooh. And like that is a very enticing offer. Don't I was gonna say I'm, I'm, yeah. don't get me wrong. That's a very enticing but I feel like if like this persists, I just feel like a bitch. Like I just feel like a bitch. Hey, I swear I can't let it feel like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh no yeah no you're right you're right yeah like that like i mean i don't know like i feel like you have a point you uh, tony i feel like you're acknowledging like yeah it's okay to be a bitch and i feel like yeah, yeah it's a privilege yeah, it's, it's a, a privilege it is it is and sure. i have no problem saying i enjoy every uh, second of it i was gonna no, say man. like i haven't had access to that in a minute so please <laughs> i'm with you on that dude honestly though i i feel like i was i was thinking about this like kind of recently and i was like in all honesty, I would have moved back home if it weren't for the pandemic. Um, but in hindsight, and like I'm still living at home right now, but like I feel like in the years to come, we're going to appreciate the shit out of this time that we're spending at home mm-hmm. like so much. And I feel like to a level that we can't even comprehend right now in our young adult minds because we're just like, I want to go out and fuck and like I want to, I want freedom <laughs> and all this like stuff, right? And yeah. like we're thinking about like specifically like, Oh, I'm moving at home, so I can't leave the house at 2 a.m. But it's like, you know what I mean? Like, is that really that beneficial? But anyway, um, just thinking about, you know, like just this past year, like obviously, you know, living at home, it's it's inconvenient in a lot of ways. But like, I feel like although not all the interactions are positive, I feel like I've had a lot of meaningful connections to my parents this past year. And like, it's the first time that I'm an adult where I got to like live with my parents. And, you know, like some of those conversations that we had were possible when I was a kid. And I feel like maybe they wouldn't have been possible if I lived outside of home too, because we wouldn't talk about things like that. And to be honest, like I, I would be lying if I said like these conversations were enjoyable because <laughs> they were everything but enjoyable. But I feel like they were really important. You know what I mean? And like we were forced to have them because we lived together. And like I, I personally feel like, you know, in the years to come, we're like, because we, we're all going to be independent at some stage. And like, I feel like for most of us, once we move out, like that's it. Like in, in many cases, like we're not going to move back. Like when, 
like um i think the pod knows this but like the boys are planning to move in and together in september and i personally don't see a situation where i would move back home afterwards right um barring some sort of specific like thing that happens but um yeah like you know just feeling like you know most of my emotions towards living back home has been you know negative and recently i've been trying to check myself a little bit because i'm like man like you know like time isn't forever and like i'm i'm just happy i get to spend like dumb wasted time with my mom you know what i mean like not like super dramatic important time but just like you know her telling me that like a bottle should be in a certain cabinet and me like arguing with her because i'm fucking stubborn <laughs> like even stuff like that right like i'm not gonna have that in the future so i appreciate it so i don't know that's my take on it i feel like we're gonna appreciate this time a lot more like as we get absolutely yeah for sure like i i remember i think i was seeing this this thing online and this guy was talking it was like a like a clip out of another podcast and topic of like parents came up and these dudes got like years on us like they were all in their like like 40 it was like three of them they were all in their like 40s 50s or whatever and question came up is like how often you know you see your parents you know and i think someone said like oh like i'll see them like maybe like once or twice oh, a year, you know, maybe three times a year, something like that. And then they broke down, like, you know, okay, like as morbid as it, it was for them, you know, they broke down, like, oh, like how much longer do you think your parents have, you know, type of thing. And, you know, I think um, they've settled on like probably like 10 years or something like that, you know, whatever it was, 10, 15 years, which seems like a lot of time, right? But it's not actually like 10 years you got with them, it's only like the two or three times a year you know, that you do see them. So considering the fact that we've been living at home, you know, this past like two years, it's like every single day we get to see them. So that's a lot of time that we just like would not have had if, if we moved out. And yeah, Luke, to your point, man, like I've repaired a lot of nuances in my relationship with my parents this past couple of years. I had no intention of living at home at all. I was ready to move out as soon as I was done graduated. Because like, yo, we, we all spent time away from home. You know what I mean? We all spent four years in Ottawa alone. We learned what it meant to like live alone, you know? And it's like, I think we all like, okay, like bar and D because you still live on your own. Right. But like, I think we all like wanted to keep that momentum going. It's just like the times like didn't really allow for that at the moment. But, you know, having this time, we got the opportunity to like repair things that we wouldn't have gone to otherwise. And if we never move back, who knows how long it is until you have those conversations. You wait for like maybe like the handful of times you see them in a year and then those handful of times like they're probably like good times that you don't want to talk about negative shit you know they're probably, probably like christmas or it's fucking a birthday or thanksgiving something like that it's like you're really not going to do that and then eventually it boils over and, and something exposed but definitely like more grateful than not but man like mentally oh fuck is it draining to live at home i swear to god (laughs) absolutely absolutely especially when you're so used to the independence that came with like living by yourself you know and it's also you saw yourself grow we lived we lived in ottawa for like four or five years you know what i mean five years yeah and it was like the first year you're like okay this is like you you're you start to kind of figure things out you know and by your fourth year like finally you're like okay i kind of have this routine down i have it together my room is like mostly clean most of the time you know like <laughs> most people were cooking their own meals by that point with university is just like however long you stayed there minus one year is the amount of time you had to figure your shit out because the first yeah. year was just drugs yeah. <laughs> 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 just 
<laughs> good, good, good. Good assessment. I was going to say, this is the one part of the conversation like I contribute to. The whole like independence after you've lived like alone and then like, you know, like going back to live with your parents. So I know how Luke is like, he doesn't see himself going back. I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure like once a lot of us move out, it's going to be like real hard to see yourself back. And then it's like, I feel like even after that, there's like maybe like a week, two weeks max, I can live in the same like vicinity (laughs) as you. So like, this is like, this is a theory, like I've had like, you know, a couple of tests out. So the longest, like I've lived with my mom or stayed with my mom together in a place after like being independent, like in air quotes, was like three months. That was way too fucking long. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just tell you that. This is way too fucking long. Cause in in that in that moment, like it's good because in that moment, like they feel like they have like kind of like your routine. But then like in that like in that spent in three months like it's enough time for like two or three random trips like you know what i mean and like it just it just gets it gets like super interesting so it's like yeah i don't i'm interested to see and like you know i'm still you guys as friends how it is like going back like would it just be like the one week of christmas like as opposed to going like two weeks like do you even want to spend your christmas break with your parents like i'd be interested to see like how long like you know Guys, like honestly though, with the housing market, I would not be surprised if any of us moved back before we were ready to buy a home. Well, probably you you could probably see yourself coming back for a year or two, but it honestly it it depends. If you guys enjoy living together, you might decide to buy your first house and continue to live together, (sighs) and then sell it and each buy your own thing. But uh, D, I actually had a, a question for you because well, all of us moved in back in with our parents. This is the first time you've like moved in alone right where you haven't had a roommate yes yes it has what's that been like oh beautiful (laughs) 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 yeah you know sorry you wanted to say something did you want to qualify yeah no like it's it's been so like i've had like i feel like i've had a lot of roommates in the past like six seven years i I think i counted like 11 or 12 this guy had a fucking like crackhead roommate yeah like one of them one of them like i had a crackhead roommate for like a month and a half like you know so like that like you gotta throw that in there too so it's like i've like i've had all of that and like it was good i feel like ultimately like i've dealt with so many personalities like 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 super different personalities and it's interesting because like you can be friends with someone but like living with someone is like a different type of relationship. It's like a relationship in and of itself. Right. And like the only times, like the few times you can be friends with someone and live with them is either like a life partner or a family member. So like with roommates, it gets interesting. And now it's like, I can be selfish. Like I don't have to be considerate anymore. Like, cause like, you know what I mean? I feel like in any roommate relationship or like any relationship in general, there's give or takes, right? Like, there's some things like you're going to hate, but you're just going to have to give into it and just be like, yeah, like, like I'm a, I'm a deal with this for the ultimate sacrifice of us getting along together. And cause I know that you do other shit better. Like, you know what I mean? There's always that form of, and like, now it's just like, I don't care. Like, I don't like, I'm not like, I don't care. Like, I don't have to, it's like that, that that's never a situation I have to be in anymore. Like just with the people part. And then the other thing too, is like, you know how everyone has like their own, like, messy kind of like map in your head like it never gets messed up like like i can literally just be like oh shit i think like something fell there like 
two weeks ago and I was just like yeah. too lazy to get it. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, like, it's like that it's like that meme on the internet. Like, hey, hey babe, do you have any paper clips? And he's like, Yeah, by the dresser, uh, by the right foot of the dresser. Yeah. yeah the wheel. Literally, like, literally. <laughs> like like I, I've literally like had that like that experience where it's like on some random like I'll even be impressed with the fact that I remember like it was still there and like, you know, that I dropped it there. So like like that that's awesome and then like you know there's also the like you know having girls over part of it which is great too because like like yeah like with, with having roommates it was like it was awesome when like all your roommates were out yeah and like <laughs> and like you could like have the house like i got to experience that a couple times but it's like few and far between right because it's like have, have you broken yeah. the apartment in Delapo? oh i've broken every part of my apartment in right so it's like (laughs) so it's like that was that was also that was also like pretty cool it's like i I feel like he did it on the counter (laughs) it was him (laughs) we caught him banging on the sofa it was him but yeah no that's fun like that's like i feel like i've never been because like even like when you have roommates it's like you just sometimes you want to respect the space like sometimes like if you if your dudes are i remember uh, it was like gladu and, and Luke, <laughs> do you remember this? Like there is, there was yeah. a rule about the couch and guests. Oh, it's, it's, it's like, first of all, if you tell me, come no fucking rule. If you t- yeah. Oh yeah. Rahel was like, by the way, he tried to implement that rule with me. Too. Tried. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jose, I know me and you are the, of the same cut from the same cloth because I wasn't planning to until you said that. But once he said that, it was a mission. <laughs> yeah, he did. He still yeah, did. Trying to implement a rule about the couch. Yeah, he was like, he was like, yeah. like not in the public spaces. I'm like, my guy, this couch came from that property. Like, twenty <laughs> orgies have taken place on it. You could have just fucked with that guy. You could have bought a blue light off Amazon and just been like, look, look, look at your couch. I'm look at your couch. Uh, but now, remember, now I'm remember. stressing myself. Then you know That's what I mean. True. Then you actually yeah, would have probably never, ended up buying a new couch, Joe, or putting a sheet worse. over it at the bare minimum. Yeah, yeah. I'm just breaking in your head that you're the first one to break ground on it. You know. Ah, uh, yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. It's, it should be. It's, we we got to get a little wager going in uh, in the new spot. Like, yeah, let's, let's see. <laughs> okay, can we just not talk about it in the new spot? <laughs> no, you guys need to. You guys need to make a bingo card. You need oh to make a bingo god. card. Oh my god! Oh, places in the house. You <laughs> and the first person to get a bingo <laughs> has to buy the entire house pizza and drinks this is and hand sanitizer in all the public areas. I don't care who it is, but it cannot be from a member who does not live at the house. That would be disgraceful. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That would be disgraceful. Yeah. If someone yeah. was not yeah. a member of the household, broken any part of the house, that would be no, and that, that wouldn't be allowed. That wouldn't be allowed either. Be like, what, like, what would you do if you caught your roommate banging I in would. your bedroom? Depends on this. Oh, okay. okay. Like, in your bedroom? And it's oh, like, that's that's a problem right there. In your bedroom? I join in though. Wait, in my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I think it has, it has to be on site, man. Yeah, it, the ask. it would have to be on site. Bro. It's totally different, bro. In Texas, I could shoot you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah like no, nah, that's that's not like acceptable. You have your own room, exactly. You have your own place. Exactly. Like that's not acceptable, man. Like and yeah. especially like in the act too. Like I'm sorry. Like I'm fucking that shit. Like I might not. Like I might just embarrass you then and there, but it's gonna be a problem. <laughs> yeah. Rock their shit. 
Yeah, it's, cra- it's crazy going back to what you was talking about about how when you're living alone and like especially with the girls thing but like even in general like it almost like when you're living with people mm-hmm. i feel like it, it it still brings that like obstacle that you still feel like when you live at home maybe yeah. a little bit to a lesser degree mm-hmm. but there's something to move around like there's people's schedule you still have to move around there's people's preferences you still have to abide by like it's unwritten and a lot of times roommates don't talk about it yes it's still something like it's just it's just the difference between independence and and co-living that i find like like we lived in Anthony and I lived in places for like three years together where it was like places were very confined, you know, and yeah. uh, like not to name names between roommates, but when other people would like, you know, bring other people over, like you would know mm. there was no way around it. Like yeah. it was like everyone in the house knew and depending on how you felt about it, like, like you'd want to, depending on how much you value your privacy or the privacy of the other person, like it, that kind of sucks to a degree. Yeah, so it's true. It's uh, that's definitely something. I mean, that when you're living with like eight men, it's like a community center. Heck yeah, <laughs> oh, man. Like, yeah. We, we lived in a clubhouse, man. Yeah, like, yeah I was gonna say. To, to be fair, like you had to go up two flights of stairs to get to my room, so it's like let's just <laughs> let's just say someone was coming, like anyone was coming up there, like you know, ample time to hear them coming. You know what I mean? The warning system, but I think you touched on something really nice there with the privacy, like. My alone time, like, in my apartment is so dope. Like, so it's, like, people forget I'm, like, I can be off the face of the earth for, like, you know, like, a day and a half without, like, someone coming to say hi. Because I feel like there was this thing with, like, roommates where it's, like, if I don't talk to you for, like, two or three days, then it's, like, awkward. But it's, like, it's not really awkward. I just, I just want to be alone. You know what I mean? Like, totally. I don't feel like we ever had that, to be honest, at 628. Like, I feel like... (laughs) There, there were times where like I just I didn't see you all week. I'd see you on the I get that four AM text, the you up. Yeah. He's been independent like more than the like average one of us, I think, from the yeah. jump. Like that's kinda just like a yeah. like, fair like, yeah. a characteristic of him. I think like from the time I knew him, he's always had that. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of that was kind of sprung on me. Like you guys are talking about just leaving home. Like I left home when I was like sixteen. <laughs> like I I haven't lived with like parents since sixteen. So I was like, yeah. Just, like I think this is a good point to touch on too, because like we all left home, went to another city. You left home, went to a different country. country. Yeah, you know, different country. Yeah. And then did it again. Then went to a different city. Like yeah, two years later. Yeah, yeah, Hamilton to Ottawa. So. Yeah. I, I will say on my end, I feel like you're built very differently in the sense <laughs> that like living from like a solo kind of suits you well, but you know, like, as you know, like I lived by myself in third year and I was at true. Yeah. So he like, like he was very well aware of this fact, but it's like, you know, for me, it was never an issue of like, I'm homesick. Cause like, you can ask any of the homies, like, honestly, I've never been homesick. <laughs> like, never heard it from me for me like home is where my loved ones are at right and it's like wherever i've been at i feel like i've been very lucky and just you know like grateful that like i've been able to find people that i connect with really well so like even when i was away at university like when i was young like i used to like be an air cadet so like every summer between like four weeks and like the entire summer break i'd be away at camp and all this shit so it's like i was used to that but like living by yourself i feel like one of the hardest things i found like uh is like it's you don't get people who see your routines and really understand who you are. And therefore you don't get people who like can check you when you're off your rhythm. Cause like, I feel like when I was lived by myself, man, like 
there were times where I knew like I wasn't doing like the right shit. You know what I mean? Like I knew I was like, you know, just like staying at home. I wasn't going to classes. I was kind of just like, yo, like I'm, I'm comfortable. Like I can go to the plug and I can go to like FNS and just get some food. You know what I mean? And it's like, maybe if like I had a roommate and they were like, yo, you've been doing this for five days. Is everything okay? You going to class next week or what? Right. That little thing, right? Of like, yo, like, you good? Like, maybe could kick me out of that routine when it started. You know what I mean? But you're by yourself. So it keeps going and it keeps like almost spiraling to a point where like now like major effort is required for you to like break out of this. It's like, and I felt like myself going into that, like sometimes in third year, you know, like we're like, you know, maybe just like a couple things went wrong and then like, I'm like, shit like it's time to get into the comfort zone and now i'm like yo just like cruise just do things that like satisfy you in the day and all of a sudden like i'm checking my like i remember dude i remember this so clearly one time when i was living by myself like i think i was talking to josh and i was like yo like let's go out on friday and he was like it's sunday (laughs) (laughs) oh Oh. yeah (laughs) it is one of those one of those weeks where i didn't go to class Funny enough, I was in clubs, but I never felt bad about not missing a meeting. It's like, you, you understand? <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Third year, I was in Aria's club, so I was like, yeah, he's not going to. Yo, shout out that yeah, club. I think, I think that this thing that you're talking about is also going to become very much more predominant in society now because a lot of, I guess you could call them the modern tech companies, are sticking to purely Work from home, yeah work from home and if you're like a single bachelor and you're more introverted for some people their only interaction was that like office interaction and they're gonna drive themselves crazy they're gonna drive themselves crazy dude and i think i think you guys i'm wrong about this but like now that you're working in bro home don't you feel like in reality overall you're actually working kind of more oh 100 but myself for sure like i mean it's also i guess the nature of kind of as you go up in the in the kind of corporate world i think um you know the responsibility gets higher but even though i might not start my day quite at nine as i would if i went right into the office like i won't feel like i have a whole commute home at 5 p.m so you not it's not rare to see me work till 6 p.m 7 p.m off like if there's a really big week you might see me work like a 10 11 hour day and that's like and that's not just me. Like, that's really, like, been the culture of, I think, the department that I'm kind of in. Like, everyone's kind of just, like, it's not that they're telling you to stay late. It's just kind of, like, you just you're do not, it. There's that much and work that you're probably To be honest, to like, loop, even looping back to, like, the living with parents thing, I think that one of my, like, most grateful parts about living with my parents, especially during this time, is that I've been work from home 100%. haven't met any of my coworkers in the current role that I'm in in person since August. So, like, we're going on, like, what, nine months? And the only people that I would be seeing during my days are my parents, especially during COVID lockdowns that unfortunately we live in Ontario. It happened quite frequently. <laughs> um, you might not be seeing your friends like all the time. Like you're, you're very likely to just be at home working with everything shut down. Right. So the people who I had around me were just my parents and like, all you know, with negatives aside, like what better support system to have like is, than that right so i think that's kind of where like my gratefulness comes from it a lot too like i think i'm super super like lucky to have that and like in a way i'm very spoiled to have like you know food on the table all the time and like 
be able to watch a TV show with my mom, like, you know, walk my dog with my mom kind of thing. Like we get to do those kind of activities, which we normally wouldn't have. And I didn't for four years when I was living away from home. Right. Yeah. No, I think you guys are touching on something really big here. Cause, um, I think he, Luke called it cruise. Like, and like, yeah, I feel like it is cruise mode. And it's like, it's just like a mode where you're really not doing nothing. You're just like floating. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, I've, I've gone into like at least two clear cruise modes in my head, like that I know, like since I've started like living alone. So like there was a period where I was work from home a hundred percent as well. There was a period where it was going to work every day and now we're hybrid. And it was like, it was I think it was like, oh, I had to go to work for five days a week, like basically every day. And then after we went into 100% work from home and it was just like, yo, I don't have to work anymore. (laughs) And I know I definitely went into cruise for like two weeks and then I had to snap out of it. And like just talking about that support system to help you snap out of it. Like I found like every time I had to snap out of it, it was just like, it was like a mini, I won't call it a crisis because it's not a crisis, but it was like a whole, I had to reevaluate my whole life <laughs> and be like, oh my God, like, what am I doing with myself? Like, you know, it always had to be like such a thing where I had to do it like myself. Well, not like myself. You know what I mean? I had to figure it out and be like, call myself out and, you know, raise all sorts of alarms where you guys are right. If I hadn't like, you know, I lived with my parents or I had like a roommate, it was just been like a dude, like you're tripping, like, you know, and like someone else would have been able to say that. So yeah, that is something I miss. And it's funny because I think I was talking to Tony about this and I was like, I'm looking for a deep and meaningful connections now. <laughs> and you're laughing and you're saying, what's wrong with me? Like, I do think like you guys saying it now, I'm, I'm, I'm putting like a relation there. Cause like, if I get a deep, meaningful connection, then it's like, that deep meaningful connection could hang around like you know what i mean and like just like (laughs) call me out on my shit like yeah so like i don't know but that's that's something like there but like i just found the link between that but yeah support system is very important especially when you're uh, single bachelor is everyone on these days luke is the expert on the purely on the durs honestly i'm gonna be Uh, like 100 percent honest i've just like the boys are a major part of this correction in my life but (laughs) i've just realized you know like if we're to break this down and like like i guess like terms it's like the input for output for dating apps is just not worth my time anymore to be honest like I feel like, yo, back in the day where man's like were on Tinder in class and then on the way back home and then, you know, like, just in the, like, we're like, you know what it is for me? Okay, wait, sorry. This might be a different topic. I'm rubbing the screen. Sorry, sorry, keep, keep going. Keep, you know, in high school, you just feel like, like, that gets replaced with dating apps. So it's, like, it's like, when you had that, the candy grams. Part, it made sense, right? Because it's like, you would get good results. But it's like, now it's like, Bro, I'm working. And I was like, when I log in, until I log off, I'm being bombarded, bro. Like, I, I ain't got time to respond to people. And That's what the shitter's lo- for. Sorry? That's what the shitter's for. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Anthony <laughs> takes, like, one hour, 20-minute shits. No, I don't. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, oh, I'm yeah. a working man now, right? All right. <laughs> yeah. no, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I just don't have the time to invest in stuff like that. Yeah. So if I'm talking to a, like, if I'm talking to a lovely lady at a bar, yeah. like, I got her attention. It's more meaningful. Yeah, absolutely. Right. It's like, absolutely. That's my time being. But also, going, going off of your input-output, Tinder is a fucking sellout, bro. Like, 
If you remember the early, the golden days of Tinder, <laughs> I feel like you have like less likes now. You know, you used to get a free super like every day back back in the good old days for free. Now you don't get that. Wait, really? It's the yeah, market. Now you gotta pay for itself. super likes. It's the market Even correcting more. itself. I'm gonna, no, have, to, I'm gonna have to confirm your. Uh, confirm it, bro. Go swipe right now. I'll show you right now. No, oh, they realize too many bums were getting matched. <laughs> the, market, the market needs to correct itself, and this is what they've done. Yeah, the they pulled up my corrected. profile. There's like, how's this guy got 12 hey, matches, bro? This should be a two match account, bro. I opened my <laughs> channel. Like, the past like 20 messages, that I did not get responses on. I feel. Yeah, it's <laughs> my life, bro. Not a single response, dude. Like waste of time. Yeah, my, yeah. my application roster that's is why, right That's now. why I, I think you should try Hinge. I feel like a lot of people have been very successful on that app because it forces you to interact with something meaningful on the person's profile. Like what a common you, hobby. It forces you, to, you don't have to say something, but I feel like women are mostly responding to. I have a really dumb response to that, but sorry, Sam, I think you were saying. Like, I mean, like, sorry, especially for Delapo. Like, he's like, he wants a meaningful connection. I feel like that's kind of like what I don't know. Him just trying to do. Yeah, you know? yeah I was gonna, I, I was gonna say, like, I've been, uh, I'm, I'm with Sammy here. Like, I've not been on the apps. I feel like uh, I'm yeah, always, uh, no, yeah, I'm, I'm an in person. Like, you Wait, know, what? like I'm a spit game to you when I see you type of guy. <laughs> I'm, not and, and fail I'm not even as well. I'm not even That's why Dean's been single for a few years now. <laughs> I've, I've been single uh, a lot, but yeah, like that's not the reason. I will say this though, man, like to your credit, I feel like the dating app economy has created like kind of like a weird dating scene in some senses because some people who are used to that, like they're genuinely not used to like talking in real life to be honest like mm. um one thing i realized once i you know like started talking to people in real life instead of the apps was like if i met people like in on tinder like you like i i don't know if i said this explicitly but rnd probably got this just from our conversations like maybe one out of every five dates would be like pretty okay like would be enjoyable for me you know what i mean because it's like a lot of times you're talking to these people and they're like like not human. Like I swear on my life, dude, they would not pass a capture test. Like they're like, yo, like you're just saying shit to like meet up with me or something. But it's like they're an NPC, bro. They're an NPC. Exactly. Yeah, they're an exactly, NPC. Dude. In this world, there are players and they're an NPCs. You don't get the screening, bro. You don't get the screening. Yeah. But dude, you know, I'm never like. Here's the other thing I realized too. Like for me, like I like maybe this is some exposure territory, but like also I do want to talk about this internet gatekeeping thing. But like you know, when I was young, I didn't have a lot of confidence. So it's like for me, it was like. Am I even going to be able to find someone who likes me? Right. So it's like, that's why I feel like the dating apps was like easy. It was very like approachable and that allowed me to build up my confidence. But it's like, right. now that I'm at the stage I'm at now, I'm like, Oh, I'd yeah. rather be single than be with like, I'm a fucking God. Yeah. After you went from, after you went from insecure little boy to freaking supermodel, yeah, I'm, I'm, leather I'm jacket, like, pants, boom. Yeah. I'm, Instagram model. It was I'm, over. It was a wrap. I'm like the D wave, like I'm like bro, yeah. I'm I'm cooling by myself, dude. Like that's when he yeah. that's when he surpassed the American sniper. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the boys know this. I always got the backup plan, which is I will go to fucking like, like yeah, it's like Heilong Zhang China, or just somewhere like small, yeah. and I'll find a wife there, bro. Hey, bro, I say that all the time. I got the visa so, for so you. That's it. I don't even have to myself. I don't even gotta be like I'll buy you this and that. I'll just be like I got a visa for you. 
Yeah. Canadian passport, real quick. Yeah, I, I, real quick, baby. I, I want I, I want. I want this to go around the table, right? And then and we can go to. And you get to pick too. That'd be the like. You could be picky about it. No, nah, dude. Oh, <laughs> I have a PhD. Oh, you know how to cook real good. Oh, okay. oh my gosh! All right, guys, guys. Sorry, all right. misogyny aside, that was a joke. Was just <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to rescue you from that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I'm joking. We don't want to see my boy get canceled. <laughs> I want. I want to ask a question. We'll go in a round table, and then we could touch on internet gatekeeping. But like, all right. Everyone here, deep meaningful connections or nah? Let's <laughs> go. I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm in search. Oh, yeah. Not like that, actively searching. Absolutely. Would you be open? Would you Absolutely. be open? All right. So like, you're asking, you're asking, like, would we be open to a deep meaningful connection or no? Yeah, right now. I think it's like a must, bro. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, is, that, oh, like, oh, is anyone gonna say no? Yeah, wait, I want to get more of the. I want no, no. It's a good point. I want to get a little more of like the specificities of the question. Like, like, do you mean, mean like relationship mean versus hookup culture? Yes, yes, yes. A relationship yes. with someone right yes. now. Would I get into a long term one, or do you mean in general at some uh, point? No, I mean, mean like, do you think like at this point in your life you'd be open to getting into a relationship with a girl? That's what I'm asking. Yeah, no, I'm gonna say no. Personally. Okay, there we go. Uh, because I was gonna be like a week ago, yeah. I was I was on your train too, buddy. <laughs> like, the only reason Wait, who I did you meet no, this week, I didn't meet anyone. <laughs> I changed my I habits. Is that I, I feel like I've always like been kind of an independent person, and like I did come out of a relationship like a year ago, but like I feel like I need a lot more time to be independent and hey, just kind of sure. be my own my own person for like. A, a few more like uh, however much time it is it's just at the current moment yeah it's really not something i'm looking for like i just kind of enjoy being my own person having been in a relationship for like three and a half years not too long ago like a year is a little while but like i think i need more time to be kind of my own person you know i'm with it i fuck with that yeah and i'm on this I'm, I'm on the same page as sammy here like oh no okay like, ever Let's since go. like high school ended i've been in a constant relationship you know one after another uh um, really Pretty much, yeah. Like, well, like, or I've always Sammy's been like, like one person. <laughs> no, yeah, I've always been like, I mean, like one person. You know, I mean, I mean, like, uh, just from I'm agreeing with Arya. Like, from what I know from like oh, our time yeah. at uni, like for the most part, he was with someone. Even like, in first year, I feel like I don't know your first year. In first year, it wasn't official, but like it was the same oh. person, right? Okay, but, okay, okay, anyway, okay. All this to say, like, you know, after a while, like, you know, like just like Sammy, like I've been out of a relationship now, remove one year. You know what I mean, like. It's or just over one year, and I don't feel like I'm remotely like close to me being like, yeah, like let's do this. I want that shit again because I just don't, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, fucking deep and meaningful connections are its own thing, you know. Like, sure, I would love like a deep and meaningful connection with someone. Does that mean I have to like make them my wifey or or something like no, that? Like, no, 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 right? not wifey. That all depends. But you know, like I'm just okay. I'm just using that like colloquially. You know, like do I okay. want a relationship? Amen. That's just that? scary to me. Okay, a lot of trauma in that word. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just would, like, would any close. of you ever be? Would any of you ever be in a polyamorous relationship? No shot. No. I don't think I can do that. No shot. <laughs> wait, wait. Can you define polyamorous? <laughs> <laughs> it's like an open relationship almost, yeah. Yeah. no shot it is no it shot. is open well you you both you both are dating the third person that's in the group no oh no, oh, no. i can't do that oh I not yeah not always but like a polyamorous couple that would be the case they're all yeah. all three are dating Did okay yeah no no difference and I'll, I'll say this very clearly because i have a lot of experience with people who would give would get involved in these type of relationships would. 
Give voice is, to us. Is <laughs> the only definition difference between an uh, open relationship and a polyamorous relationship is that a polyamorous relationship, all members of the relationship are aware of everyone else. Whereas in an open oh, okay. relationship, you don't need to disclose anything. Mm. Yeah, you're just you, know, a you don't need to disclose you're anything. Just a cuck in one, one and the other. You're... Oh wait, I, for me though, like I'm gonna be clear, like on my stance here. Do I want like a serious relationship right now? Like I'm open to it, but no, I, that's not like my desire. That's not what I'm actively seeking. I'm seeking most other things besides that. You know what I mean? Like I'm trying to advance my life and all this stuff. But if I were to get into a relationship. <laughs> Like, why do you say you're trying you to advance you your life a like relationship with that's life. what i'm saying why are you saying like that bro okay i'm not saying why that you either. say it like that i'm not bro. saying I'm that either like I, I guess what i'm yeah. saying is i would i like to think about the type of woman i want i want to be with and in my mind that type of person shouldn't be attracted to me right now like i'm gonna get there don't get me wrong i'm gonna get there but it's like i feel like in some ways like I would be turned off if that type of woman was attracted to me right now because it's like, why? <laughs> like, Luke, is, <laughs> Luke is exclusively describing Camila Kendra right now. My wife like that, but Wait, I, yeah, I, don't know this person is. She's, uh, very oh. <laughs> I love how also, Tony recently, she's actually 23, so I actually do have a chance. Like, I probably <laughs> she's, she's like, I actually, but she's actually 23. I actually have shit. a chance. Oh, but if she was like 24, 25, you wouldn't have a chance. No, they, they don't date younger than them, they don't date younger than them. Come on now. Yeah, oh, all, like, by the time I'm up like that, she's gonna be married, dude. Like, it's gonna like, be, be a whole thing, you know. I think Luke touched on like a super Yo, mature point fine. of view, though. To be honest, okay, that's Ray, not what right, this Ray, episode yeah. is supposed to be. I'm please. <laughs> sorry, guys. Sorry. <laughs> I was gonna say, I think he said he touched on like a super mature point of view that, like, you know, there are certain people who just get into relationships for the sake of having someone, mm-hmm. whereas he's more talking about growing with someone, and like he just doesn't believe that he's in a position where, you know, he believes that he's the best version of himself to also be the good person for the like good for the other person. You yeah. see what I mean? So I think it's just like a super like mature point of view, like from the point of like a healthy relationship perspective, like it's more like looking for the right relationship at the right time rather than just having someone for the sake of having someone. Sure. You know what else? On that note, know? like I would say if I were to get in a relationship right now, it would have, like I would have to have an emotional relationship. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm going to consider that, it's like not even a question that like I need to have a deep and meaningful emotional connection. Isn't that a, isn't that the prerequisite to a relationship though? Exactly. Yeah, not, not necessarily. Like, not, necessarily think, not necessarily. Like people get into that without yeah, that. Yeah, well, like, uh, with like the woman. woman. Yeah, with a woman, you like I think an emotional connection is kind of required unless yeah. you want, like what kind of relationship Yannick is dabbling in. I'm not saying I'm getting into one that is of that sort. I'm just saying in general, people like people are getting into them just for the sake of it. Like true. It's well, kind of like, I'm just, I just are mean, getting like, into them for the sake of them, but they are that also that under the develops. impression that it's a deep emotional connection. Yeah. Like they've convinced I don't necessarily think everyone thinks that way. I think we might come from a little bit more of like a respectful cloth. I genuinely believe like, I see, I, I understand what you mean. Like, oh, I mean yeah. as, a, as a group, I don't believe any of us would get into one that doesn't have that. I just mean, you got to look at it from like, I believe yeah. that in this world, if you think something can happen, like like it's already happened. Like, mm. call him out, Sammy. Like, Who is it? Oh We're not calling people out. No, no, not. Oh my no god! I just, I just, just literally, shoot. I just literally mean like think about it. Like you can Google things that are like 
like out of this world that you wouldn't maybe consider are real like you it just came to your mind and it's there so to mm. say that like people do get into relationships that are just like that it's just yeah. like pe- people do it for the sake of it and there might not be an emotional connection like people are toxic out here like people are bad people out here people are you know only getting into relationships for the physical part of it like and all that stuff doesn't develop and then you end up in a bad situation right so it's, I, I just mean personally like i would never do that but you can't the, do you like, think that that's that's a little bit caused by like the type of media that we've been consuming throughout hundred percent like, yeah. and on yeah. top of that on top of that social culture and sex culture have kind of like become blended yeah. it's all in your face blended. and it's all it's all right in your phone fo- in your phone right right all in yeah. your pocket at all times right so yeah. Man, yeah. like you know what I mean? Like this, like on that. Sorry, we don't have to touch about the internet culture shit because I feel like that's gonna make us go way over. But like, just like kind of taking <laughs> we, this. We can go. We can go over a little bit today. By the way, since we have more yeah. people, this will be the one episode we go up to like thirty minutes. Yeah. Over, no, I'm just like I know Sammy's got like a deadline there, so like I don't want yeah. to go that drastically. No, I'm, I'm, I'm like, chilling. I'm chilling. You know, even on this like um in your pocket thing, right? It's like it's wild to think about that. It's like. You know, like for most of history and like, you know, like I came up in the church. So there's like a lot of different discussions for like why, because, you know, there's a lot of rationalization from like why things are established. And it's like, oh, okay, religion was a way to control the populace. So like people like don't die and stuff like that. But like the main point I'm trying to make is like for most of human history, like sex as an act was like considered to be this super sacred thing. You know what I mean? It was like this thing that you give to one person. It's like a, a like, like a thing that bonds two people forever and like all this stuff, right? And like some of those arguments would say like that's because, you know, there was no medical treatments back then. So like they would come up with these like tales and topics so that less people do it and thus less people contract diseases and die. Like I know that's one rationalization or argument against it. But it's kind of wild to think, you know, like for most of history, this has been a thing. Most of history, monogamy was the only way that relationships ever worked. And like... I've read a lot of books about dating and this is like true. Like the only way in history, humankind that we've seen relationships work is through monogamy. We've actually literally never seen a society that was based off of any other type of relationship standard that worked. Right. And they like, for example, like reference tribes essentially, which don't follow that way of living. And a lot of them actually end up dying out. Like this is a fact. Like you guys, and if you look at our society, it's beginning to collapse. Yeah, you you can look deeper into this, and I'm I'm more than happy to show you guys some of the books I've read. But like, it's interesting that it went from that to be like, if you don't do that, you're a sinner, and now you're liable to being literally like like you know what I mean in yeah. like the Bible, you're a deviant, and now I'm able to like condemn you and kill you in some sense. It's like I'm I can stone you to death, and now you can get that on an app and. What's the stereotype on this app? The second message that a guy sends is a dick pic. That's the stereotype. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, no. yeah, yeah, right. The <laughs> reputation of the app yeah. is for hooking up. Exactly. That's like, the it, reputation. Like, how did it go from you show this to your life partner and it bonds you together <laughs> like a spirit forever to, oh, you have a cute dog? Guess what? Dog. <laughs> <laughs> Liberals. <laughs> I will say I do think I do think like like 
sex being like taboo like it couldn't be helped like it was just like it would seep out like Mm. i i wanted like i feel like it just used to seep out in like little little ways before like in like very concrete like nasty ways i do think like this liberalization of sex is not completely bad i will say the spot we are in is bad now but i think it's more like a Right now, everyone is still enamored. It's like, it's still the shiny new thing. Like how easy, like, you know, it is like, and like, I think, we don't know if this will happen. Like, it'll be like, okay, now it's like, fuck it. Like, all right, like sex isn't that big a deal anymore. Cause like we can, all can have it now. Like everyone's, yeah. And like I said, like, I don't know. Like yeah, I, I'm, I think, I'm willing to I hear. I think it's going to go the opposite way. I think we're going to, I think we're going to see more and more devi- like deviance, as you would say more and more people developing like kinks and fetishes and stuff like that. Because once you do something enough, it gets boring just mm. like anything in life. Yeah. And for some people they're like, okay, well now I got to go to the next level, to the next level. Like I know in my past life, that motherfucker must've been a prostitute or something. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, no. So I, I agree with that. I guess what I think, what joking, you're saying is, I'm joking. Oh it's my a God. Joke, April fools. I guess what you're trying to say. Oh my gosh. Don't worry. No one, no one's taking us. We're not experts on anything. No one's taking us too seriously. But I was going to say, I think you're, I think there's going to be a next level. But like, you're saying next level would be, I want to like beat you like on the ass, like with a cane and tie you up. And I'm more saying next level could be, oh, I want to have like funny sex. Like, I want to be able to laugh at your stomach and like, you know, like, like, you know, and like cuddle with you for like two hours as opposed to humiliation. It's called it's called it's, ca- it's called being in a relationship and knowing <laughs> I love you more than because of your belly. No, okay. 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 I, I definitely like, see where these coming from on this no, because like, think, think about it like as a cyclical trend. Like every trend is cyclical, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Like the like history repeats itself. You know, fashion repeats itself. All of these things. At the end of the day, sex is just a trend in society. That's all. Yeah. Right, like the people, the way people view it, it's it's an activity. People partake in it, or people don't. Right, like Anthony, you're right. Like you could just go crazier and crazier and crazier. But I also see D's point because it's like it just gets to a point where someone can be like, "Well, I've done all of this. Like, what about the other side of things? You know, like what if I just want to go back to like being like the special thing?" And eventually, like society might also follow suit. Like, I don't think this will happen for maybe like decades on decades on decades on decades more generations at least. Because like we're still going through the ranks of like yo, like now we're getting like the stock is still on a downward trend. You know. I actually think yeah. it's on an upward trend right now. You know, like like everything's yeah. still being explored. People are yeah. still getting more comfortable like, with like sexuality. free porn is like, like a rel- is new. Yeah, it's like, brand new. Like so, we're, we're in the fucking golden age true. of you sex. That like that is very true. Like, oh, like they true. had to like go like spend money and buy DVDs and like tapes and like you know. Like, Magazines, Magi- like magazines, I like here though. I did huh? hear though that the Roaring Twenties was a crazy sexual experience. Yeah, and it was well, very yeah. different from our experience. And I yeah. would say, like, when you get onto the porn topic, like that's like <laughs> a totally separate topic because okay, yeah, you can me, we can spend an hour. Yeah, like if you're asking me, like on that topic, like if content should be distributed like equally, and you should be allowed to make whatever you want, even if it's like explicit. I think right. yes, but like the how popular porn has become i don't think that's a net positive to be honest like it's, it's not- i wasn't trying to say it was i was just trying to say like it's uh like that's like what's driving one of the big drivers of this over sexualized culture i, I think, think like the- free porn is like a huge 
factor in that. Okay, wait, sorry. I, I don't know. Yeah, even getting into topic because we're not even talking about like mind, covers yeah. and things like that because I think sexualization is completely different from that. Okay, fair like enough. It's a different problem. Like when you think about it, right? Like, would anyone say that like the manufactured porn like is is actually how that is? Like, it's not. No, but like that, I feel like that's everyone's like, like culture, sex education, though. Like I yeah, feel like that's every free- culture is more in, in conjunction with that. Like okay. it's unnatural. It's not actually how it is. Like think about sexualization of culture. Like that's like models are anorexia, like anorexia. Anorexia. You like yeah. Photoshop them on top of that. That's unnatural. That's not actual sexuality. It's a manufactured like sexiness, right? But like yeah. anyway. I mean, I mean, we're in the hourglass figure. We're in the Kim Kardashian era of models, though. <laughs> hey, big All right. body. All right, buddy. Exactly, bro. <laughs> the bundas, you know? Yeah. And that is a wonderful <laughs> note to end off on. <laughs> Where we go, Bati? Oh, oh, I'm, so, I'm so happy our generation is moving away from, like, like super skinny, like, girls. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because I don't feel like any like guys really like that. I mean, so, like, some I don't do. Some yeah, do. yeah, yeah. Fair yeah. You know, yeah. it's 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 not a matter of like. I just it's good that you know, like, more body types are being like accepted. Accepted. Yeah. Like, uh, you like, you like know, a sharp shoulder bone to the to the chest. Like oh. I've like I've I've been with like <laughs> both body types. You know I have I mean? as well. And I can't really say like one is better than the other. You know what I mean? It's just like different. It's just like a kind I think of. A, it's a, I think it's a person thing, not a just a person body. type thing. Yeah, like yeah. that's how you no. really learn. It's like it has yeah. nothing to do with the body. It's like yeah, you know, well, I mean, like body is part of it to a certain extent. You know what I mean? But like at the end of the day, right? If the person's not cutting it, like intellectually, emotionally, it's like they're just not doing it you know what yeah. it goes for guys and girls now too right with the emergence of the dad bod right like, yeah. yo <laughs> so many girls have told me that shaming are gone <laughs> yo, body shaming are done man we can so, go happily some girls are telling me buff guys are scary i was like what are you guys saying <laughs> like yeah, what kind of narrative is this how come i've never met any of them what the hell <laughs> they want a dad bod to just like cuddle and snuggle like a bro pimp, canadian you know? winter i thought i'd for sure have that shit unlocked dude oh man but yeah okay. I'm telling you it's because you're living at home anthony that's very true maybe that's very all true. right boys you gotta okay. just google so, dad bod friendly clothes <laughs> in Toronto and this is now I- called the dad bod podcast <laughs> oh, D I'm sorry you're gonna have to leave <laughs> Luke you too hey. so I, haven't sure. I haven't seen like, shirt like <laughs> three, three, da- three dad bods hey, come on come on <laughs> two guys you from. and I will start a podcast called the dad bod the dad bods <laughs> I love oh, it though That's all right Okay, boys, um, we are at that time of the week where it's time for our community highlight show. Um, if you're not familiar, uh, we're just going to go through a few different categories and you just recommend something you've seen in the past week or listened to or read or whatever it is that relates to the topic. So with that being said, boys, what do you got to read this week? All right. Well, I guess I'll go first. Okay, yeah. I got for you guys The War of Art. All right. The War of Art. It's a super dope book. Kind of talks about like 
a lot of mist- a lot of common mistakes you could see yourself making kind of getting in your way like especially if you're having that like mental battle within your head uh i haven't finished it i've only just started it but it was recommended to me by a good friend of mine and uh yeah it has some really dope stuff in here who's it by the author is steven pressfield okay you can get it at indigo for i think it was like 796 nice Bless or up. pdf it for free on the internet <laughs> beautiful I like that. Yeah, thing. actually, uh, I got I read a book recently called um, How to Win Friends and Influence People, which on the surface, mm. it might seem like a stunt kind of book, but it's actually a very interesting, like, actually, like, study of people yeah. and, and, you know, how to build relationships and, like, in an in, in office setting and a corporate setting and also, like, just in a regular setting, just a better way to kind of meet people and, and actually be, like, a good person to other people in social settings. And that was, like, super interesting. And like Anthony says, I think you have PDF it for free online, not recommending it, but... Uh, that would know, be, be illegal. That would be illegal, but, uh, you know, go go buy the book online on Amazon. <laughs> yeah. It's a good definitely, read for sure. Definitely don't go to Library Genesis and look it up. It's a good read for sure. And it's uh, it's interesting if you feel like you kind of want to become, like, up your game socially. I think it's, it's a really good book for that. Beautiful. Nice. Any of the two other wise guys? <laughs> hey, man, I, I kept the ball rolling the last three weeks. Right, you did. I yeah, read yeah, that yeah, book, yeah. and it's cool. That's all I'll say. Look at us deflect. What do you got to? What do you got to watch? I'm just waiting for Top Boy, man. <laughs> mm, I haven't seen Top Boy still. Yeah, um, I got two to things. Say, I, I got two as well. I'm gonna go with one that it, it came out a while ago. But if you haven't seen, I think Delapos talked about it on the show before. Uh, Ted Lasso, uh, mm. elite show. About it. Yeah, elite show. I love it. And uh, Peacemaker. It's actually pretty good. The John oh. Cena TV show. Okay, I've heard about that. It's actually it's really like, good. Suicide Squad was good. I liked it. The yeah. Suicide Squad, I think. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, his character survives from that movie, and it's actually pretty funny. Nice. Mm. Nice. Mm-hmm. I'm nice. going to give two shout-outs here as well. Uh, you guys already know the first one. This is expect to expect a shout-out to the newest season of F1 Drive to Survive. Oh, I yeah. do not like F1. I do not like... I don't think I've ever wanted to go to an actual F1 event because I'm not actually interested in the sport. I don't understand why people are good and people are bad, but I love this <laughs> Netflix documentary. Like it's, <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. Just like Netflix, whatever you're doing, you got it all locked. Keep it up. Keep it up. Um, and this season's like drama. It's it's juicy. Oh, it's juicy. I like it. I like it. And you knew joy it. on Luke's face. But the the other shout out I have to give is to the Kingsman. Um, so it's like a new movie, and from what I understand, this actually did horrible in box office. I cried, and I'm kind of sad because I actually think it's one of the best Kingsmen yet. Like I was gonna say, is this the new one? Because there's been the like two one. Kingsmen. Yeah, it's, it's the prequel, though. It's a prequel. Yeah, prequel. Oh, and it's really oh, so good. it's about, about the OG the dude. Founding, the founding. Oh, that's yeah. I agree I'll with check Luke. That out. The fact it's, that that movie didn't do well was a shock to me because shock. it was captivating the whole time. Yeah. There and was, they did there some was, ballsy shit, dude. They did like, a lot of ballsy shit, like, but there was this one scene. That was just so uh, you did not I know exactly what you're talking about. My, my and it pulls on your emotion, bro. I cried. I, I cried. Like, I cried. Oh, I, I couldn't I believe cried. it. I was like, "Yo, they didn't just like do this." Because, like, yeah. anyway, amazing movie. Please check that out. Those are my two shots. Uh, it's something you know happens because of like the first two movies. They talk about it, but 
Oh, shit. Yeah. I didn't yeah, take yeah. that in, but no spoilers. No spoilers. So I was gonna say, like Tony, why are you going you out of your way to spoil it? Happened, like that. Nah. Yeah, no, no spoilers. It was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. But yeah, um, good yeah. Rex. Anyone else? Sammy. Yeah, from Young Fade for Top Boy, bro. Season four coming out Friday. Let's go. I'm super excited for that, bro. No one's gonna see me until that show's finished. I'm sitting. <laughs> I'm isolating myself. I'm watching nice. that shit in one sitting. That's like I've been waiting for that for like three years, bro. I'm at beautiful. All right, boys, what do you got to eat? What do we got to eat? Shout out moods. Shout out moods. Shout out to moods in Oakville. They had banging, banging, banging fries. Banging Um, fries were underrated. They were. They were pretty good. Good. Uh, we mucked oh, through those. <laughs> we should have got an extra one. <laughs> I'm thinking about it now. Yeah, I was. I asked too. I was like, I think we need one more fries. You know, yeah. it's okay. It happens. It happens. Honestly, was McDonald's good after. It was great. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a you know, I forgot that I actually even had the McDonald's until like 24 hours had passed, and I was like, Oh, nice. Why is my stomach so upset on this uh-huh. random Sunday? And it's like, uh-huh. I had McDonald's at 3 a.m. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say a weird one for like what you have to eat. I just thought of it. It's a weird thing I've been getting into the last few months. Like I literally eat it with like almost all my food. It's beets, like beetroot. Oh, beetroot. It's not. It's a, it's honestly underrated. A lot of people don't like Sorry. it. But personally, like the health, benef- the health benefits of it are nuts. Bro. Like, if you actually read it, it's probably one of the healthiest foods you can eat. Like 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 vegetables you can eat for your health. Like it's great for your heart. It's great like vitamins, a lot of antioxidants, a lot of that kind of stuff. So I it's something I try to incorporate a lot in my foods because like you know living at home, like not living at home, like COVID times, working from home, like you don't necessarily like you're not super active during your working day. So it's like, you might yeah. as well get in like the, the good vitamins, get in the good stuff. So, you know, if you can incorporate that in your foods, like, you know, shout out to beetroot, man. I remember yeah. it was a, like, maybe like last year, the year before I put Luke onto beets. Like he started mm-hmm. eating them at my crib. Amazing. Immediately after he comes onto his podcast and recommends beets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was going to say my mom loved beets, right? From her kids. I actually have a pack at home. I only, I don't eat them. I usually use to just make smoothies with them, but like, they're awesome. Like, Same shit. So, like honestly, yeah. underrated, yeah. underrated vegetable, man. All right, boys. Anybody else? I'm gonna have to recommend uh, Grandma's cooking. Grandma's cooking. Yes, Grandma's Fantastic. cooking. Mm, mm. All right, last song, boys. What you got to listen to? I, wait, I got on one that's not in the listen category. I got something to play this week, boys. You oh. know, like okay. you know, you know, D and Aria beyond their. Oh, I play 2K or I play FIFA, but yeah. your boy is here to save you guys. I got you guys some indie picks here. Um, mm. This past week, I played uh, Slay the Spire, which is actually a pretty old game. I think it came out in 2018, but it is an amazing, amazing game. Honestly, it's a single-player game, so if you're into that and you're not into people screaming at you and calling you names, um, <laughs> racial names, even though you're Chinese, uh, <laughs> I would give it a try. It's like a deck builder or roguelike. I really liked it. Nice. If it's your thing. Uh, going off of Luke in the gaming category, I will say Command and Conquer Generals, zero hour, banger game, banger game, real time strategy, but it's simple enough for you to just like play while you're watching something on the left. It's a lot of fun, keeps the brain working. Definitely recommend it. 
Uh, and in terms of listen to, um, <clears throat> since our last topic was sex, I'm going to go with Fuck Her Gently by Tenacious D. <laughs> Interesting. That's a, that's a Jack Black and uh, <laughs> the other guy from Tenacious D. The most famous one. Oh, Anthony, bro. You kill me. <laughs> awesome. Uh, I got a song. It's called uh, Finesse. Uh, it's by Fields and Buju. I think, yeah, that's like one song I got. Oh, and one more. Benny, new Benny the Butcher. Ten, oh, yeah. Tenet Talk 4. All right. That's definitely a nice album. I recommended one song off of it before John P's Caddy. Uh, check that out. Ten More Commandments of Diddy's pretty good. And uh, yeah, check out the new Benny. I'm going to recommend one more as well. It's Drones by Seven Matters. His name is Savon Matters. Sorry, guys. Savon Matters uh, and Drones. Calgary yeah. artists. I'm gonna open my Spotify real quick to mm. see what I'm what I'm like. Yeah, I have a lot of time doing that. I'll give my recommendation. So actually, I want to piggyback to Luke's. Uh, I recommend a game, City Skylines, baby. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're playing okay. that this okay. weekend. We were putting together yeah. an economy. Um, yeah. And um, yeah, trying not to like run it down into the ground. Um, yeah. And then in terms of music, I just got two. Uh, L O V E is uh, Young Bay, uh, John Bet. Baptiste, Sherwin, something I forget, and Earth Gang is on it too. Uh, just like a really nice, like bright track, and then also um, Butterfly Effect by Method Man and, and R.J. Payne, um, and then Want to Be Rich. This is Sam Silver and Katori Walker. Mm. It's like some like like, nice. like they're not really like mainstream picks, but those are my recommendations. Okay, I thought we were going to the other category before listening, but I do have two things to listen to. Um, one is Hear Me Clearly by Pusha T featuring Nigo. Um, really like it. Really, really, really like it. Like he says in this line, let no man claim he's rich and buy you sneakers. I like that line. I like that line. He's referring to like, you got to get her the, the richer Millie, you know? Um, and then the other thing is I would give a shout out to specifically the Joe Rogan podcast episode with Nim Puja. Um, this is a guy who climbed the 12 highest mountains in the world um, in six months. The previous record was eight years. And this podcast was truly, in my opinion, way more inspirational than the documentary based off of him. Because he talks about like coming up as a kid, just realizing certain things. He talks about his mindset in order to like make it as a guy from Nepal. All the way now, you know, to this international figure. So, very inspirational. Shout out to those two things. Awesome. Yeah, well, I have to actually give that a listen. Uh, for me, I'm going to go with uh, mixing a little French here. It's kind of like some summer track. It's really nice for, like, you know, when the weather's warm and everything. It's a song called Eau de De by a group called uh, PNL. PNL, sorry. Uh, super nice track if you're into French music even if you don't understand it it's actually a very good vibe uh, you know I'm gonna do a shout out to favorite artist out there right now Dave with the new track Starlight that track goes crazy I love it and uh, also another UK uh, based group called Money Can't uh, called D Block Europe they got a track <laughs> out called uh, Money Can't Buy Heart which is uh, it's a nice message and it's actually a very, very, very nice vibe song, mostly like a late night drive kind of thing when you're by yourself. So 
I'll, uh, hopefully that's all linked and we'll, uh, everyone can take a listen to that because it's a super nice track. Love it. Love to hear it. And I think that's everyone, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening. Thank you, Anthony and Sammy, for joining us today. Thank you guys uh, for having us. Thank you. It's thank been a you. pleasure. Is there, is there anything you want to say to the, to the fans before we go? Uh, make sure you uh, hit that follow button on Spotify. Download the videos and uh, follow the boys on Instagram or Facebook. Instagram, Instagram. Uh, Instagram. Follow the boys on Instagram. Uh, make sure you drop a like. And yeah. Beautiful. Stay safe. Don't vote yeah. Trudeau. I'm going to say thank you. <laughs> vote whoever you want. <laughs> Just don't vote Trudeau. Vote whoever you want. As long as it's not true. Okay. Yeah, we say say thank, thanks, everyone, for listening. Thank you to boys for having us. You know, it's uh, it's good to be, been listening to the pod for a while. It's good to be on it. And uh, it's nice to have, like, a really, like, in-depth conversation with the boys that have uh, we've all known each other for a long time, you know. So to the crowd, keep expanding your mind. And, uh, yeah, you know, give uh, give the boys a follow. We love to hear it. Yeah. All right. You yeah. it here, ladies and gentlemen. Till next time, one love. One love. One love. One crew.